Well, now, you've probably heard the big news, that, uh, it, and it really is big news. I'm not sure we quite comprehend how big this news yeah. is, but the Football World Cup, the Women's Football World Cup in 2023 will be co-hosted across Australia and this very country, New Zealand. The audience could be around about 1.3, 1.4 billion people. It's huge. Now, to talk to us about it, uh, Jason Pine from the All Sports Breakfast Show. He's a football guru. G'day there, Jason. Hi, Jason. G'day, guys. G'day, guys. Gee, what a pleasure to be on your show. Well, we're oh, delighted to have you. you on. Yeah, we heard a lot about it. Now, Jason, is this? do we understand how big this is? Well, I think the numbers that you just read out kind of give us an idea, don't they? 1.4 billion sets of eyes on on us and Australia and the and the football that's going to be played here in three years' time. You know, you often talk about sports events and the potential audience and the fact that, you know, certain sports events go into into places where there are the potential for those eyeballs. But these are quantifiable numbers. And we know, you know, football is the global game. It's played in pretty much every country in the world and every country in the world tunes in for World Cups. And, and the Women's World Cup in recent years, guys, has, has grown in stature to the point now where FIFA themselves really see it on an, on a level footing with the Men's World Cup. And, and the president, uh, Gianni Infantino, made that very point this morning. So, yeah, look, um, you know, whether we realise how big it is or not, it is massive. Yeah, and look, just to validate that point completely, I looked up the figures, Jase, for the uh, 20, 2019 Rugby World Cup, which had a massive audience, but its worldwide TV audience was 857 million. This is 1.3 or 1.4 billion. But can I ask this question? Women's football... We know that worldwide it is absolutely booming. Is the same thing happening in New Zealand? It is starting to, Phil, yeah. And I think all, all this will do is is continue to, to launch the sport into into areas that, that it has not been in before. We hosted the Under-17 Women's World Cup in 2008, and off the back of that there was a big spike in, in particularly young girls taking up the sport and, and seeing it as an option. That was the Under-17 World Cup. Uh, you know, 15 years on, when the when the the actual senior World Cup comes to New Zealand, it will be the catalyst. I'm absolutely certain uh, for a for another big boom in playing numbers. A lot of girls now, young girls, uh, are are choosing football over netball, the traditional winter sport for girls. Numbers are growing, and and this could be the shot on the arm that the sport really needs at at uh, you know at its female level to to take us to a different place. Piney, obviously the economy, people are talking about this with the pandemic and we're talking about years to recover, decades perhaps. So how how much will this bring into New Zealand versus how much will it cost us? Yeah, good question. That I, As far as the, the economics are concerned, I heard uh, Andrew Pragnall on with Mike Hosking this morning saying that, that the economic benefit is, is uh, estimated to be around $200 million. I'm not quite sure how they arrive at these figures, um, but, but it sounds like a lot of money to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah but, but you're right. And, and often what happens when you host tournaments, and it can be World Cups or Olympic Games, as we know, guys, often countries bid for these tournaments and they win the right to host them and they, and they build stadia. And then those those venues are left as, as white elephants for a, a long time afterwards. And I think of South Africa, who hosted the 2010 World Cup. A lot of the stadiums they used didn't get a lot of use after 2010. The good yeah. thing, as far as this bit's concerned, is that all of the stadiums that are being used here and in Australia are established venues. Nothing's being yeah. built. They're multi-purpose. They're, they're in use a lot. So, so that can go by the wayside. And we know that we're not going to be left with white elephants. Perfect. Pony, last question from me, mate. Um, and it's a great point you make about they're not spending squillions of dollars on brand new stadia, which is terrific. The stadiums we do have for the big games that we have here, would you anticipate with what we're seeing around the world that some of those stadiums will sell out for these games at the FIFA Women's World Cup? 
Oh, wouldn't that be great? I mean, you look at the stadiums that are being used in, in Eden Park. We know its capacity is, uh, depending on, on what they add on to it, is up towards 50. Uh, you know, Forsyth Bar, brilliant for football. It's a rectangular stadium, covered, of course, uh, 23 to 25,000. Hamilton's rectangular as well. So is uh, Orange Theory in Christchurch. And, of course, we've got our dear old Sky Stadium here in Wellington, which is an oval, but it's in my hometown, so I can forgive it that. Uh, yeah. Look, I, I, I hope I hope so. They're, they're kind of, the, the venues hold, you know, in that sort of 25 to 30, 35, 40,000 range. And, and for some of these bigger games, guys, particularly the ones involving the football ferns, you'd have to think that the crowds would flock. I think uh, a lot of people travel for World Cups. You get big travelling armies of fans. So, yeah, I'd like to think that the, the venues being used here in New Zealand and the ones across Australia will, um, you know, will be, if not packed out for every single game, then certainly very well patronised. It's outstanding. You can only imagine how excited the football ferns are, the players themselves. What yeah. a great thing to Thank be you. part of now if you're one of them, eh? Yeah, I, I talked to a couple this morning as part of our news coverage, and they said that you know the group chat uh, was just absolutely going off this morning. They're buzzing, you know. To play in a World Cup is one thing, but to to do it on home soil with your friends and your family watching, and to and to represent your country in your country at a World Cup must be quite something. Jason, thanks so much for your time, mate. Really good to get your thoughts and expertise. Have a great day. Take care, Jason. You too, guys. See you guys. Bye. Jason Pine from the All Sports Breakfast Show. That is a great coup. 2023, uh, the Football Ferns will play as part of the Football World Cup here to an audience of one and a half billion people, if you can imagine. Brilliant. News Talk ZB.